Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> This is Sharks Across Hollywood. It's fucking Valentine's Day, sorta, kinda. We're gonna talk about My Bloody Valentine. It's a bit of a twofer. We're gonna talk about My Bloody Valentine 1981, and then we're gonna talk about My Bloody Valentine 2009. And I'm gonna make fun of them both, because I did decide I liked one better, but there was still a lot of stupid shit in both of them. And I was gonna try to find a song by My Bloody Valentine to bring us in, but I got lazy and did not do that. (laughs) But then I'm like, oh hey, Good Charlotte has a song called My Bloody Valentine. I could play that, but now that song sucks. So, did you start with the 1981 version? Yes, I started with 1981, and much like Halloween, I'm like, oh, well, this is tame, Rachel can watch it. Fucking, she watched it, and she hated it, just like she hated Halloween. <laughs> like, motherfucker. <laughs> but then, re-watching it, I was like, oh, this movie's great, I, I loved it. And then I'm re-watching it now, I'm like, okay, so, so what they did, they took a romantic drama and had a guy stabbing people with a pickaxe <laughs> in it. That's pretty much all the movie is, because it stops so fucking frequently... To have these two idiots have a conversation about dating with this magical fucking piano score. I'm like, you fucking Canadians. Friday the 13th didn't have that shit. Why are we doing that? Because this movie was made to cash in on the Friday the 13th Halloween thing. Totally. Oh, no, oh this is this is definitely an also-ran. But I will say this. Uh, as also-rans go, it had solid special effects. Gore effects were pretty amazing. Did you watch the rated or unrated? Theatrical or unrated? I am not sure. What did you watch it on? The internet. Ooh. Did you see a lot? Okay. So it looked like, because I have the DVD that came out in 2009-ish when when they were doing the remake. And it has a theatrical cut, which I don't think I've ever watched. So I don't know what's actually in it. But some of the, the stuff isn't mastered quite as well. So I'm like, okay, that oh, must so be. Oh, so like the deleted yeah, scenes. That must be. Like that must have been added. Yeah. So like there's a part where the dude's eye pops out and you can fucking actually see it. And you can, you, you see the body of the chick that was in the dryer. <laughs> oh, was cool. that was that not in the theatrical? I'm assuming not. It looks it looked kind of like grainy again. So I'm I not did, sure. Yeah, I I saw the version that had the body in the dryer and it had the eyeball popping out on the end of the pickaxe and stuff. I didn't notice any. I didn't know because it was a nice high def version I was watching and everything. I mean, I mean the whole movie was kind of grainy. I didn't feel like any particular scenes looked markedly worse than the rest of the movie. The movie did not look great. It was not a great looking movie to begin with. Bunch of fucking dumb rednecks running around you don't need to shoot them nicely <laughs> yeah except yeah. i do have to say the two the two main girls are both insanely gorgeous in this fucking movie I was, oh you're talking about um oh what are their names one of them was barbara wasn't it the two who last to, who are the last yes. Survivors. The final girls. The yeah. only girls that we actually pay any fucking attention. There was Patty. Was it Patty and Sarah? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Patty was kind of doing it for me. Yeah, the tall sh- the tall yeah. gal in the red dress. Even she though she was, was super annoying every time she opened her mouth. Yeah. Cut down to here. Slid up to there. <laughs> I might knock it out alive. Oh, spoiler alert. Hey, guess what? She foreshadowed her own death. But uh, no, she was... She it was, was a nice dress. She was a good looking, yeah. a good looking gal. And I thought the main guy was going to be that dude whose name I can never remember who plays a bad guy in all these movies. Like he was the bad guy in A Knight's Tale and he was the, the lead guy in Dark City. Oh yeah, him. Yeah. It looked uh, a lot like him and then I looked it up and I'm like, it's got to be him, right? No, it's got to be not, him. It's no, not it's, fucking him at all. Although it totally looks like it yeah. could be uh, like his, his older brother yeah. or something like that. But then it turns out it's just a dude who is not even from Canada. He had the most Canadian accent of anyone in that and movie. I though. laughed so fucking hard. It's going back to one of those dumbass scenes with the frilly pianos and them going like, oh, 
I love you, but we can't be together because I'm with Axel now, and Axel's eight feet tall, and he could rip your fucking head off, which we'll get to that. <laughs> what was his name in the movie? TJ or yeah, TJ. Was it TJ, yeah. yeah. And then it, and then in the remake, it was Tom. Tom. So maybe the same yeah. name. No, it's the same. It, yeah. They they definitely kept the kept the names the same. So he apologizes to her, but it was so fucking Canadian. I laughed so hard. I'm Rachel, so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you are pushing that fucking accent. None of these real Canadians sound like that. So he like was a little the, bit. He was but, the fake Canadian, yeah. and he and he totally sounded like he was yeah. Canadifying. Like you his don't get accent so bad. Like the whole movie itself, there's not a bunch of Tim Hortons floating around, you know. So <laughs> so you don't look at the movie and go, oh hey, this is Canadian. It just Honestly, screams little I, podunk town. Yeah, I thought you know Midwest mining town and fucking nowhere America. It didn't occur to me that it was Canada until he started talking. <laughs> and it's like holy and shit, he tried dude, really dial hard. Back a little. Wow. He's very sorry. I'm picking my brain for like actual interesting things to say about this movie. Here's my question. Which one did you see first? Like originally or I don't fucking remember. I think I saw the remake first. I saw the remake first too. When it came out. So. And we'll get to a fun story about that because I feel like a dickhead. This made watching the remake very interesting and it made watching the original for the first time very interesting because, spoiler alert, we just need to have a blanket spoiler alert that we tack on before the before we open just like, hey fuckhead. Go watch the movie if you don't want it spoiled. Of course, in in the original, Axel turns out to have been the killer the whole time. It turns out he he was going crazy because of jealousy and also because uh, his dad was murdered by the original killer. And, Harry uh, Warden. Harry Warden. That's right. Harry Warden. Who? Which, by the way, that fucking mining suit is awesome. No, it was, I, it was, I fucking love the look. It was a great. Thing. It was a great visual. It was a. It was a very strange choice for a Valentine's Day movie. It like, didn't have to be a Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. The Valentine's Day theme was is is a very strange thing to juxtapose pose with that with that suit because the suit is is a great horror movie get up of course axel's dad was killed by uh harry warden originally and now he's uh he's he's snapped and is going crazy and it's probably also partly due to heartbreak because his exes or his girlfriend's ex came back to town and clearly wants her back but then of course that they changed that up in the remake and they totally set it up so that it starts off looking like Axel is the killer but then it turns out that uh, Tom or TJ was the killer the whole time. You see, having seen the remake first, I went through watching this totally expecting (laughs) TJ to be the killer. Oh, that that fuck you up pretty good too, huh? And it works. It, It totally works because TJ is always absent for the killing scenes. I don't remember what year Prom Night came out, but the whole slasher genre at that point was all whodunits, sort of. Mm-hmm. You know, like, who's, who is the who is the killer, with the exception of Halloween. Like, the clever twist was, who is the killer? So, for them to do that makes perfect sense. It's all, you know, it's all Hitchcock. Hitchcock ripoffs at that point. Blame everything on in him. The fuck 1980s. that guy. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Say, fuck Hitchcock. Hitchcock? Fucking love Hitchcock. But it was very interesting that they could very easily have switched it at the end of the movie. Like, the way they did the movie was such that it could very easily have gone the other way and turned out to have been TJ the whole time. That was a great ending. I I have to say the, uh, the movie ended strong. And it's a bummer that it didn't get any sequels, but I know why. I know why it didn't get any sequels. Did it make money? Probably not. Maybe a little. He's just a person. Like, the killer is just a person. Just a crazy person. Yeah, like as, a, as opposed to, like, a... Michael Myers, who's the shape. He's, yeah. He could be anything under there. Michael Myers is very clearly at least... As the mythology progressed. Well, <laughs> now we pretend like that didn't happen, oh. though. 
Look, I, I loved the new Halloween. I, I, I genuinely did. I thought it was fantastic and, and a great parallel universe story. But to pretend that those movies didn't exist is a little a little naive. Oh, and no, they're right there. I have them. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. So, you know, Michael Myers is very clearly something outside of the normal. You know, he's 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 very clearly whatever he is. He's not natural. You know, he's something evil. I mean, Donald Pleasance is all about that yeah. in the first movie. He's, he's all about, I've never seen... Just in the first movie, doesn't he I've, talk about that in every I've movie he's in in Halloween? <laughs> true evil. I didn't believe in true evil until I saw him. blah 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 blah, blah Holy blah. shit. Did he just come back to life? <laughs> Whoa. Thank you. Thank you. I'm available for children's parties. Doing Donald Pleasance impersonations at children's parties. <laughs> The five-year-olds love my Donald Pleasance impression. Like, what the hell is this guy talking about? You're gonna give them all PTSD before they, <laughs> before they get a get into school, man. Hey, I can do I I can do them from Escape from New York too. Well, of, of course we're we're very grateful to all the people who gave their lives for America, and and, and we want to we want to thank them. That was very nice. Yeah. Con- it was condescending, is what it was. <laughs> can you uh, just can, like Donald Pleasant? Can you just from New York. record yourself? You can just talking. go ahead and cut that bit. I'm oh, kind no. of embarrassed about it now. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> so, is it just me, or did you notice that every dude in this fucking movie, which I guess it's of its time that way, they're all a bunch of fucking meatheads, and all they do is like ogle chicks and beg them to fuck them. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. It was a little uncomfortable to watch. It was Bucktooth McGee trying to fuck Sarah. Is that what it was? Or was he just trying to fuck everybody? I don't remember. I think everybody was trying to fuck anybody who would fuck them at this point in, <laughs> in, in this movie. It was just like, all right, well, you won't? Okay, how about you? You? How about you? You You know, like real life. Bunch of meatheads trying to get... <laughs> I mean, come on. The funny, thing, the funny thing about this movie for me was that they're not teenagers. Yeah, they're all like in their 20s they're all, Yeah, they're all, they they're all 20-somethings. Be. I mean, they're all they're all working in a mine, hanging out in a bar. I mean, they're young people working in a mine, hanging out in a bar. But they are very clearly not teenagers, you know? Fucking act like it. Oh, no, they totally <laughs> act like it. Speak, speaking of like like fucking people, how did that dopey fat guy get that hot chick with, with, with the I'll tell you, with how with that sweet-ass mustache, that's all. <laughs> that mustache is amazing. Also, you know, yeah. I, I, I was thinking I was thinking about this and uh, I know we don't really have an outside opinion of someone who grew up during that era and could offer us their perspective. But looking at her and I do think that she was good looking. I was totally into her. I have to feel like she would have been considered a fat chick in that at that time for teen movies. True. Yeah. She's Hollywood fat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's very, she's a very good looking woman. But yeah, like at that time, especially, I mean, you got to remember late 70s, early 80s, we're coming off, of, you know, we're coming off of Twiggy and Suzanne Summers and shit. Even remembering Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, Augustus Gloop was like, looked like most 10 year olds now. And he was the obese, disgustingly obese child, you know. And nowadays, most 10 year olds look like that. Yeah. Apparently in the book, Augustus was super fat <laughs> like actually fat yeah so that's that's uh, i've never I'm, read the, i've never read the me book. neither i'm getting to it eventually i have a rolled doll book collection up there that i got from fucking costco free advertisements you dicks <laughs> wow what happened with costco <laughs> nothing nothing at all <laughs> i just just getting sick of talking about all these fucking stores and all these products without getting paid for it oh yeah that sell would be out nice. It's like people only do things because they get paid, and that's just really sad. We don't. <laughs> I know. I know. We haven't been paid a goddamn red cent yet. 
We're just, this is all free advertising for fucking Full Moon Channel and Audible.com no and Costco. <laughs> but I'll get I'll get to some money related things at the end of the episode oh, here because we got some stuff to we want some stuff to talk about. It'll be great. All right, awesome. So, how did you feel overall about the romantic subplot? Wait, hang on. Is the romance the subplot or the a plot? And the Harry Warden shit is the B plot, or do they just kind of? Does anybody know what this movie's supposed to actually be about? Because um, I really don't think you could have one without the other. I feel like they're both the A plot. They're just can they have to converge in the end. They're just two entirely different fucking movies going on the at the only, same time. The only, I mean, the <laughs> thing that was wrong with that, obviously, from a storytelling standpoint, is that the romantic subplot doesn't really, in the end, influence Axel's motives as the killer, which it should have. Yes. I mean, it's a fucking... The movie's called My Bloody Valentine. It's clearly supposed to be about this romantic... You know, something romantic is supposed to be involved here. So they have this romance plot. It's clearly affecting the guy who turns out to be the killer. And yet, it doesn't really affect his motivation at all. Because he yeah. has plenty of opportunities to kill TJ. Never takes them. Because he wanted to frame him, but we never actually see that. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, there's no indication that he actually did want to frame TJ. Right, right. That's just fan theory shit that i'm making up i don't think you're alone i think that's why they included it in the remake Mm -hmm. that tom was trying to frame axel because yeah like it makes sense that he would do that this movie from a writing standpoint there's just a lot of missed opportunities oh boy oh boy is there there's so Um, many and and it's not that's the awful thing is the movie is kind of loaded with potential the tension scenes are very tense the gore effects are fantastic Mm -hmm. yeah like 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 there really was potential there and it just got missed by the script and apparently the director's never actually seen anybody kiss before did you (laughs) how many takes did it take to get that kiss like that because it really you ever seen okay so i'm watching you're, you're watching aladdin right uh-huh. the, the the animated the animated disney classic right okay fucking aladdin and jasmine kiss and it looks like they're just kind of wiggling their jaws back and forth <laughs> and that's kind of what i got out of this like they're not actually kissing they're just putting their mouths together really wide open there was not a lot of chemistry going on between any of the actors really <laughs> there was there was more chemistry going on between what's his name hollis the, the, the fat guy and the hot chick yeah yeah they, they definitely <laughs> they had way more chemistry than anyone in this whole movie but yeah the main none of them none of them axel tj sarah was it sarah yeah sarah none of none of them had even the tiniest amount of chemistry like it was <laughs> they might as well have been cousins for all for all the heat it that was is a mining there. town that's true that's true speaking of which side note i was reading through the imdb trivia section on this movie and apparently the the mining town was so pleased to have been selected (laughs) because of their mine right they they were selected because of the mine and because the filmmakers liked their mine that in a show of civic pride, they all the whole town got together and cleaned up the mine, thus ruining the aesthetic that the filmmakers wanted in the first place. Fuck. So the filmmakers yep. had to come in and spend like $75,000 dirtying up the mine again. To make it look like a mine to make again? It look, to make it look what like the, the mine they, they, they wanted in the first place. It was, it was, a, it was a huge <laughs> chunk of the budget, too. Yeah, like, I can't imagine this movie being more than a million dollars or so. Well, like, I don't think it was even close to that. In 1981 i think it was like you know maybe 150,000 100 
two hundred thousand dollars, something like that. I I was wrong. The budget was two point three million Canadian. The fuck is that in nineteen eighty one? Exchange rates, dot dot dot, blah blah blah. Fucking Canada. Okay. Two point three million Canadian. Fuck. This movie does not look like it costs two point three mil. You know what I could have done? I could have done inflation for Canada and then converted it into American dollars. Could have. Because I'm a fucking idiot and I didn't do that. So never mind. I'm over it now. Don't beat yourself up about it. I'll beat myself off about it. I was just about to say that. <laughs> God damn it. You beat me to the punch. But yeah, so so we talked about the kiss. The fucking kiss. God, the fucking kiss. And I'm just... This is not... They trick... There's just no sexual tension in this movie. No, they fucking trick people. They're like, oh, honey, it's called My Bloody Valentine. And there, there's like... There's a, there's romance in it. And then the first thing you see is a chick getting fucking stabbed in the through heart. Through the boob. Yeah. Right through the boob. Titties. That whole thing made no sense in the context of what we later learned. What the fuck was oh, no. Axel doing down there with her in the first place? I fucking her. Yeah, but, but nothing. Why? He's got a girlfriend. He's not doing it. He's he's not doing it because he wants to fuck her. He's doing it because he wanted to kill her. No, but that's the whole thing. Is like what what was obvious about that scene was that he did want to fuck her, and then he saw the tattoo and it threw him over the edge. Well, think about this though. The real issue here is that chick didn't know who was in that fucking suit. That's true. So what the fuck is her problem? Maybe it's a good thing she's dead because she's obviously got some issues. <laughs> I'm surprised her heart wasn't black. Are, are you saying that sluts should be killed? No, I'm saying that... Because I am taking a firmly pro-slut stance over You can here, be as slutty me. as you want, but you might want to know who you're fucking. <laughs> it, for safety reasons, yes. <laughs> it's a good idea. She goes to take off his fucking mask and he's like, no. Which hey, I never noticed pe- him say some that Some people before. are into that. That is an entire, that is an entire internet search session and it's, it's kind of ambiguous was he gonna was he gonna fuck her until he saw the heart or was he was the murder just way more brutal because he saw the heart it looked like he was like the heart threw him over the edge i mean that's the way it came off that's the way it came off to me i could be wrong about it I don't and know. you know because there's, there's a lot like he knew they were gonna end up having a party so he had to kill somebody to get all those events going he had to get a heart from somewhere and he's not gonna kill his fucking girlfriend because he actually likes her until the end of the movie, and then he tries to kill her anyways. That's fair. Maybe the heart, maybe the heart really did just throw like he was already going to kill her, and that just made his rage uncontrollable. That's something we'll never know. Except the director's still alive, so we should ask him. I I like the mystery. Hey, Canadian man, tell I'd me. Ra- I'd rather have the mystery personally. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should email Michael B. Jordan and ask him. <laughs> Keeping it alive. Oh, Keeping it alive. <laughs> well, Fuck. we do have rapport with him. So yes. Because we talk to him all the time. So, fuck all that stupid romance shit. I really have a good question. Why the fuck are all the cops in these towns so goddamn creepy? Because <laughs> remember, I talked about it in Halloween, too. That and cop. The, and then fucking no, no, this here's, guy. Here's, here's, the better, here's the better question. Here's the better question. When Sarah's walking home and we're getting the we're getting the creeps, we're getting the vibe that something bad's going on and there's sounds in the distance or whatever. I can't remember exactly what the fuck went on. And she turns to look back and there's nothing there. And then she turns back around. Boom! Creepy ass cop. Where was he hiding that she didn't see him a mile away? There was nothing there for him to hide behind. There were a couple houses like like kind of far away maybe yeah, maybe he 50 like, feet away he would have had to have darted out from behind one and run up to her as fast as he could sure i'd have a dart <laughs> sorry sorry you can just go ahead and cut that out because no one in the audience is gonna get that well good fuck them then if they don't get if they don't get references that we make why the fuck are they even listening give your balls a tug you tit fucker i tell that to people all the fucking time at work now and nobody understands what the hell i'm talking about give fuck it. you shorzy <laughs> 
and that that is side note ha <laughs> sidetrack more like i didn't really i wasn't too into the third season until that shit started happening <laughs> the shores yeah subplot. that is the stuff that made i laughed so fucking hard about all those mom jokes they were so fucking funny because <laughs> the first two seasons were really good just on their own and then yeah. I, they start watching the third one i'm like oh it's not quite as funny but then all that shit i'm like oh my god this is beautiful i love it for the listeners we're talking about the canadian ca- canadian you know so it's tied in oh hey look at uh, that. program letter kenny which you should be watching if you're not and watch it again because i've watched i watched the first two seasons twice i've watched all six seasons at least twice and i'm gonna i'm gonna go back through them again because they're so fucking some funny. of them i've watched seven or eight times and me and rachel have constantly have conversations like oh who, who's hotter bonnie mcmurray or katie and she's like tannis <laughs> i definitely get that tannis tannis has that um tannis has that dangerous vibe like like she'd fuck you but she also might hurt you if you're not careful but bonnie mcmurray bonnie mcmurray <laughs> gets a little creepy <laughs> even katie though goes after it <laughs> and i'm like where's that relationship No, you know who's the hottest in that show mrs mcmurray oh god i knew you were gonna say it i knew it yep. fuck i am all about her she was in saw six <laughs> was she and nurse nurse have you is seen that a t- nurse is that a tv show no it's a movie it's very very r-rated it's awesome i'm down to she does she use the word cocksucker as much in that movie as she does in the fucking show <laughs> i don't think any i don't think anyone has ever used the word cocksucker as much as she does in that show she uses it so much it almost offends me that's a lot <laughs> i'm like jesus christ i know it i know that's exactly what she's supposed to be like also i'm we're gonna stop talking about letter candy in a minute but why the what later on you know that's that scene when they're all in the hot tub and they're like in the lifestyle yeah how come they get all fucking offended a few episodes later by people trying to fuck everybody i'm very confused <laughs> Did they just, like, abandon that fucking character trait for them? Wait, wait. The McMurrays get yeah. offended? Yeah, there's something that I can't remember what the fuck it was, but they were getting getting all butthurt about people being promiscuous or something. I don't I don't recall any episodes like that, and I just rewatched seasons five or okay, six. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm making it up. I don't know. I think you're missing it. What kind of yeah. shocked me was in season six, there's the whole scene where they go uh, they go to the city to rescue Stuart <laughs> from the drug dealers, and they're sitting there, and they're having their conversation about farts, and Wayne's talking about how nothing's funnier than a fart, and a fart will never not be funny. Meanwhile, I'm thinking back on season three when squirrely dan and him were in were in the uh, the fishing sh- the ice fishing shed and he was giving dan no end to shit about his farts <laughs> yeah right like what the fuck wayne how'd that how'd that turn happen come on man consistency and i, <laughs> and I love to tell people i wish you weren't so fucking awkward bud. <laughs> and i think the best instance of that was when he grabbed he grabbed the eyelash he's like make a wish <laughs> wish you weren't so fucking awkward bud I love it to death. Okay, back to fucking back to other Canadians. We can just lose that whole section. Less, no one's gonna know anything about what we're talking about. Less purpose, purposefully funny Canadians, more accidentally funny Canadians. <laughs> okay, I watched the original with my twelve-year-old son, and he was he was really bummed out when hollis got killed oh no i wasn't I'm like fuck that fat fuck i want i want his girlfriend <laughs> yeah okay all right I'll, I'll, I'll give you that i wanted his girlfriend too but at the same time his girlfriend's now 60 years old so I, i'm living in reality here yeah but i'm living Not in, just in my fantasy realm. i'm living in 81 so i think we're we're all right but you know hollis gets so hollis gets killed by being shot in the head with a nail gun 
Have you heard the story about the guy who tried to kill himself by shooting himself in the head with a nail gun? No, was it the guy from Billy Madison and or Happy Gilmore, and they just like threw him in the movie? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I know who that guy is. But <laughs> That's yeah, Richard Keel. Come on, <laughs> I, whose name I couldn't remember the last time we brought him up. Oh, nice. Um, I, I don't know his name. I just know he's in stuff. Richard Keel. Yeah. That's his name. He was in Ega, and he played Jaws in. Uh, oh yeah, that's fucking right. Double O Seven. Yeah, there was so there was this guy. I can't remember where he was from. Probably Florida. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> it's always Florida. This guy decides that he wants to end his life, but he didn't have a gun or something, apparently. So he decided to do it with a nail gun and he shot himself in the head eight times. (laughs) Fuck. One after another after another. And after eight times and still not being dead, he drove himself to the hospital (laughs) to get help. He's like, fuck, fine. I guess it's just not in the cards for me. I can't like jump off a bridge or anything. I just like, like how you got... Part of you has to admire the determination because after the first couple of times, I've fired a nail gun. Those things don't fire light, okay? So even if the nails didn't pierce anything essential, that had to hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> maybe he wasn't using long enough nails. He's like... Maybe. Like, maybe just... maybe he was using a roofing <laughs> nailer or something like that and just Fuck. throwing roofing nails in there. That sucks. I don't know, man, man. but Fuck. Eight times. Yeah, because that happens in the fucking Evil Dead remake, too. The guy gets fucking shot with a nail gun several times, and it is fucking gross. I think it's hilarious. I, I think it's hilarious whenever they whenever they take nail guns and are firing them like, like actual guns, which, I mean, first off, they don't shoot like that. They all have safety devices on them. But even if you know how to override the safety device, which is easy to do, even if you know how to override oh, tell the safety us. device. tell us how. I'm not going to tell you how. <laughs> even if you know how to override the safety device, those things, I mean, I'm not saying they won't they're not potentially lethal they are potentially lethal even at a distance but good luck i mean i'm sitting eight feet away from this wall good luck getting the one of those nails to stick in that wall from that distance it might like poke a hole and then fucking yeah fall no down. It, yeah it would probably poke a hole i mean if you shoot somebody with it it'll hurt like a motherfucker no question but they'll bleed a little yeah, yeah. And, and you know you could take out an eye or you know potentially hit someone in just the right spot to cause massive hemorrhaging or something i don't know it's <laughs> unlikely but it's possible but they act like those things are firing like magnum rounds just boom boom yeah boom. how far how far away he wasn't up close to him when he was shooting the nail gun was he no he was he, he was a he was a good well oh it, oh you're talking about my bloody valentine yeah i yeah. was i was thinking back on evil day oh yeah no <laughs> <laughs> no no he no i think he got i think he got in there and the the nails he was firing were, were not out of a traditional nail gun, if I remember correctly. He was firing out of the out of the kind that actually fire the nail with a forty five cartridge. Oh yeah, he was doing like that was like almost what they what uh, Shiger used in fucking yeah. Well, no you, country. Well, you yeah. use you use those kind. I, I've used those before, and you use them to fire nails into like concrete and stuff. Those things ha- kick like a son of a bitch. So maybe maybe that one's a little more realistic. Maybe yeah. they, maybe they thought of that. Yeah. No that <laughs> that that's actually like the most realistic nail gun scene I've ever seen but it just got me thinking about that story about the guy who shot himself in the head eight times and i was just like god damn that that has to be a really depressing drive to the hospital no shit man the first time i ever saw like a scene like that was in final destination three when that chick like fell down her fucking hand got nailed to her face i don't remember final destination three uh you you'd hate it because which one was the one where the dude got his asshole sucked out okay through the hot tub it's one i've never seen so i it could be the final destination or final destination five wait yeah yeah yeah, there's those are those are two different ones. I don't remember. I just I just remember I watched it in a hotel room and my kids were all sitting there watching it with me. And I was just like, cover your eyes. 
Yeah. Those movies are all good fun, at least. Even if they suck, you can at least giggle at them because they're so fucking absurd. They are They are just... Even the good ones are stupid. They're, they're just ridiculous Rube Goldberg death machines. <laughs> I And I know I'm not the first person to say that. First person I've heard, but that's pretty much what they are. So. They're fun for that. I yeah. Mean, I mean, no. just, just to watch the absurdly intricate death sequences is hilarious. Yeah, Tony Todd outdoes himself. I just assume he's death. <laughs> When, when, when we die, that's who we see. We all see Tony Todd oh, waiting fuck for yeah, us. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to it now. <laughs> there's this pi- <laughs> there's this picture on Instagram I, I, I just saw the other day of Tony Todd laying his head on Bill Mosley's shoulder. Oh, jeez. Like, like, all, and, and looking up into the camera almost like a teenager in love. And, and it's recent. <laughs> it's really, re- it's like, it's like from a month ago or something like that. Yeah. Who's going to play Candyman in the fucking remake, man? Why wouldn't Tony Todd play Candyman in the remake? I don't know, he probably could, but I doubt he... I don't think there's I, any reason not to have Tony Todd play the Candyman. I assume they're not going to cast him. That's, I, I know you're right, <laughs> but why? He'll show up, but... Yeah, he'll show up as a janitor or some shit. Or, or no, he'll show up as a detective. He should play the white girl. <laughs> the Virginia Madsen part? Yeah. There's, there's, so many, there's so many people doing blackface still, by the way. Why, yeah, there why you, not try there a little whiteface? Blackwash the role. <laughs> Do it. But you have to put him in a blonde wig. Yes. No, he has to be in whiteface. He has to be in a blonde wig. He has to look. They have to dress him just like Virginia Madsen in the original Candyman. When Spider-Man Homecoming came out, everybody heard like, oh, Zendaya is going to. She's. Yeah. Plays Mary. Well, the Mary Jane character. Yeah. Michelle or whatever the fuck her name actually is in the movie. But everybody's pissed off. They're like, she's black. She's supposed to be redhead. And I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck. First of all, but you know what they you know what they need to do? They need to fuck with these people. Dye her goddamn hair red. <laughs> Cuz that would just that would just be funny. Or you know, better yet, don't don't dye the whole thing just red streak. There just, you go. Just, just as a fuck yeah. you to the racists. That'd be good. That'd be that make me so happy. And then I know they won't fucking do it, but cuz they're ignoring them completely, which is probably a better idea. As long as you're casting a quality actor, who gives yeah. a fuck? As long as they're doing a good job playing the role and they're believable in the role, which she totally is. Yeah, and it she's, looks like she was solid. She was yeah. solid in Homecoming. She's, she's got I way mean, more to do in like minor character, yeah. but She's got way more to do in the new one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. She did. She did. She did a perfectly good job. She was. She was completely believable as a disaffected teenager. Being the father of a disaffected teenager, I was utterly convinced. Having once been a disaffected teenager, now we're disaffected adults. Now I'm disaffected forty-year-old man. <laughs> oh, incidentally, this week at work. Oh yeah. This week at work, I'm going through. I'm going through anti-discrimination training. Wow. Spe- speaking of all the discrimination stuff we're talking about, no. So I'm going through anti-discrimination training in they're talking about age discrimination and they're talking about they're like there are laws in place to protect older members of the old older members of the workforce meaning 40 and over i'm just like (laughs) fuck you please tell me you screamed that for real no i didn't no i've worked i've worked in an office too long to do something like that it's not like office space. Well, it's a lot like no, office it's, space, it's but exactly, everybody keeps it to themselves. Exactly, yeah, it's precisely <laughs> like office space, it, except except there's no there, there's no what's his name Ron something. I, the, the guy, the fucking stapler guy. No, no, the main the main character. Oh, I, I I've only seen Peter. Office Space once, but I yeah I know him. The actor's name is Ron something. Ron Perlman. Rhea it Perlman. Is not Ron Perlman. It is not Rhea Perlman. And if Office Space were a worse movie, either of those would have been <laughs> an awesome addition. But no, actually, Office Space actually worked. Jennifer Perlman. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What is his name? I, I had a long morning. We went to see. Peter. We went to wrestling today. Like, oh, that's yeah. right. It was not as advertised as fucking bastards. There was two two matches on the card that 
it had AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan next to each other for the WWE Championship, and it had Asuka and Becky Lynch next to each other for the for the Women's Championship. Daniel Bryan and Asuka were both there, but Becky Lynch and AJ Styles were not there. Like, you fucking what? motherfuckers. So we got we got Charlotte Flair against Asuka, which was good. It was a main event, too. Like, they, they closed the show, which was nice. But then it was a fatal four-way. That sounds like a sex move. We're going to have a fatal four-way. It was a fatal four-way with... They all bang each other, then take yes. cyanide. It was a fatal four-way with Daniel Bryan and his hemp, his organic hemp title because he's a vegan and they're they're really they're leaning into that angle again okay and uh samoa joe mustafa ali and oh, samoa joe and shin I like samoa joe not shinsuke Who the fuck or was it a triple threat yeah it was a triple threat not a fatal four-way triple threat also sounds like a sex movie you're right yes it also sounds like a really bad band <laughs> like it sounds like an early 2000s new metal band yes so does fatal four-way yes fatal it, four-way it's all bad. totally <laughs> sounds like it like an early 2000s new it. metal band fucking valentine's day any any final thoughts on the original yes actually i want to make fun of the part where the dude gets murdered in the hot dog water <laughs> my son and i were laughing about that they were like we were just like oh first drowning and boiling to death but in hot dog water like Way that's, to, that's just insult to injury what a fucking Fuck. tone shift though like that is so stupid <laughs> and it's the best fucking kill in the movie it because it it's to- so it totally dumb. it totally is I and I love it. I love it to death. Now, really, really quick before we before we move on, I really like how he gets how Axel when they finally catch him, he gets buried under the fucking rubble in the in the in the mine, and he cuts his own arm off, and then he's like, he's perfectly normal up until that point, as normal as a serial killer can be, but he fucking loses his mind in that last couple seconds. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that's fucking scary. That is fucking scary. Why didn't we get that the, the whole movie? We needed that. Well, because but they, I they, know they, fucking they wanted why, it, but. they wanted to leave for the final reveal but after they revealed that it was axel you know i mean he can go fucking crazy now yeah yay that was genuinely creepy yeah overall this movie is average with some cool stuff in it i think it's got it's got its above average moments and but yeah uh, in in the in the main there were a lot of missed opportunities here this is i can understand why it hasn't had any kind of uh uh hardcore devoted following yeah It's, it's, it's 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 creepy it's got great effects, but yeah, ultimately, I can see why this, it hasn't stood the test of time well. No, it takes itself way too fucking seriously. Until it totally doesn't take itself seriously <laughs> yeah. at all. The, 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 the tonal shifts are all over the place. I don't, yeah, I don't think they knew. I don't think they knew. So, fuck this movie. Let's get to modern horror here. <laughs> all right, let's so. talk about My Bloody Valentine. The remake came out in 2009, and there's a funny story. God damn it. Stop playing footsie with me. I don't. You're I, the one playing footsie I'm, with I'm me. I'm into it, and it's really distracting. <laughs> uh, so I have a funny story because this, this is my first 3D movie. I've told you before. <laughs> so I'd never gone to a 3D movie before. 3D was just kind of making a comeback, 2008, 2009-ish. Yeah. And this is the first movie I've seen in 3D, and the only movie that I've seen in 3D that actually was, like, had good 3D effects for me. So that fucking part he's he's at the party right which the plot set like they essentially do the end of the first the original movie right at the beginning of the new one kind of so harry warden shows up <laughs> the, the, the out <laughs> 
he, he out the out axel's outfit in the in that oh yeah where that, he looks he looks yeah. like fucking dick photo it's whatever spo- his name is it's supposed to be late 90s Fall man Boy. oh pete wentz yeah <laughs> he does oh god <laughs> i can't remember what that actor's name is so there, there's a part where harry warden fucking throws the goddamn pickaxe and it's coming at you at the screen and i have my glasses on i'm it's 3d and i twitch i flinch like a little idiot because <laughs> it looked like it was coming after me and yeah, it, was a, it was a good shot yeah but then the 3d effects go way overboard other than that especially <laughs> when you're not watching it in 3d by the way i have i have never seen this movie holy in 3D. fuck did you you saw every shot though right oh yeah it was oh, like yeah. jesus christ this looks it's retarded the eyeball so the eyeball scene I, it's <laughs> yeah it's 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 ridiculous and it's also a movie that I feel like it kind of tried to take itself seriously, and then they're like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> I think it walks the line between comedy and horror a lot better than the original did. Yes, um, in that the comedy is the comedy in the camp is is much funnier and more fun, and the horror actually. I mean, I mean the scene the scene in the store when the guy traps the two gals in the office and stuff. It's it's good stuff. I mean, I mean it's it's very it's very tense. It, it is, I just kind of I just kind of wish I just kind of wish that everybody didn't look like they belonged on a CW show. It's because they're all from CW I know, shows. <laughs> I know they are. I know. I mean, I mean for Christ's sake, Jensen uh, Ackles. Yeah, Jensen Ackles plays Tom, who by the way is a fucking really good actor. I've never has, actually seen him no, do stuff. Who has become a really okay. good actor? He did. He, this is this is right around the time of like Supernatural season two or something okay. like that, and he was still a little rough around. The well, he was still figuring yeah, out how to. But I'm like, I'm buying him. How to do it? Like he should. Oh, be he a, wasn't bad. He, he wasn't should bad be a bigger either. star now. But I, now I think, he should. I think I know why. It's because he keeps on fucking doing Supernatural, and that show will never goddamn end. <laughs> oh, it's ending this year. Fuck. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. I looked oh, it up. My daughter will be heartbroken. Yeah, I looked it up because I, I was just curious. I'm like, is he he's still doing it? Obviously, what else has he done? He needs to be at least Dolph Lundgren level. He could be an action star. Oh yeah, he's he's not he's not maybe a romantic lead in a shitty like Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah, he could probably he, pull that. He off could pull really that well. one off. Yeah. yeah. He, he he. I mean, he's 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 no gauze. But yeah, he could totally do it. <laughs> Speaking of, how the fuck are we supposed to believe that it's Axel at all when Axel is this scrawny little dweeb and fucking <laughs> Tom is stacked until they stand next to each other and you're like, that guy's fucking wearing heels. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> straight up call the, I'll say this. This movie doesn't play fair at all with a twist at the end. Because I'm sorry, him taking the pickaxe and jamming himself into the into the into the cage while you know i mean i mean the idea yeah again spoiler alert but it's just bullshit i'm sorry it's it's way too contrived it totally stretched believability and watching it through the second time i was paying attention (laughs) this was my second viewing and i was paying close attention like all right how are they cheating how are they how fair do they play with this and that scene the scene where he where he watches what's his name again harry warden harry warden kill that other guy total bullshit so <laughs> total total bullshit well, well i have a question about that scene specifically okay so i'm kind of okay with the pickaxe thing and how he locks himself into the gate really quick what i'm not okay with is where did his where did his minor stuff go he wasn't wearing yeah. all that minor shit and do they not notice like hey why is why is there a mask next to you that wasn't the, that you didn't have one of those did you yeah <laughs> he walks in there with all the shit still on closes the thing bends the thing in place that shit didn't disappear and it's still got all kinds of forensic evidence on it yeah come the fuck on it's ridiculous no i like a lot of elements about this movie but that one scene it's like fuck 
you to the filmmakers. That's <laughs> like, what I have to say. Yeah, other than that, it really it plays it okay, mostly. But I was... <laughs> I was also giggling about the girl who played Sarah because you've never seen Fanboys. She plays. I was gonna try to do a to do a Dan is, Fogler is, impression. Is that the that's the main gal, the one played by? Oh shit, what's her name? Big Jugs McGee. No, I don't, I don't know what her name is. Her name. I see. She comes up on Instagram all the time for me. Like Instagram's like, hey, you should follow her, and I'm like, I'm not interested. The girl that Axel is cheating on her with is way cuter. Well, I I think, I, I, I think she's pl- I think she's plenty cute. It's not that she's it's not that she's not cute. It's just that like Jamie King. Jamie King. That's it. Jamie King. She kind of looks like a low rent Jamie Presley to me. She kind of does. And they even have the same name. You know, I think Jamie Presley's super hot. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to her. I have a laser disc of Poison Ivy too. <laughs> <laughs> Poison Ivy 2 another one of those weird straight to move straight to video <laughs> straight sequels to, yep, straight to video sequels to a movie that nobody actually mo- saw apparently yeah. enough people saw it to justify a sequel I remember my sister two, rented that two sequels excuse me two the third one stars Alyssa Milano I think oh Jesus Christ it's like it's like American Psycho there's an there's a sequel yeah that one didn't make any sense and uh me. what's her butt uh Mila Kunis yeah, Mila is Kunis. in it plays the and it's like his cousin or something in, in fanboys she plays okay I'm gonna try I'm gonna try I'm gonna, okay my Dan Fogler impression. It's Jay Baruchel, right? The little Jewish kid. And then Dan Fogler. <laughs> and they meet these two girls at in, in the casino. And Dan Fogler walks up to her and says, are you looking for love in Alderaan places? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, and then it, it turns out they're their hookers. <laughs> and, and he's like, because he does that Jedi thing. He's like, you want to take your shirt off? And she does. And he's like, oh, shit. It works. Because <laughs> he tried it on Kristen Bell earlier in the movie and it didn't work. And then Jay, Jay walks into the room after he finds out, like, oh, hey, th- these guys are prostitutes. And he's like, wait, so I just spent the last hour sweet talking to smoking hot whore? <laughs> That's the one. I can't do it because he's funny and I'm not. But it's it's her. It's her. She got a lot of Botox in this movie. I think it's either it's either Botox or her lipstick was really bad. I couldn't tell. Yeah, she she looked a little like it was just the lips. The rest a of her overdone somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I like there was there was a shirt she was wearing and I'm like, hey, wear that forever. I like that <laughs> shirt. I like it a lot. No, she's she she's not a she's not an unattractive woman at all. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like every every time every time I see her in something, all I can think is that shouldn't someone else be playing that role? <laughs> well, speaking of Final Destination, Axel was in fucking the first Final Destination. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays the leather jacket clad douchebag with the sports car. And speaking of Jay Baruchel, Jay Baruchel plays Hard Right Jay in Letterkenny. Wait, you're what? welcome, the audience. Yeah, because because you guys know what the fuck we're talking about. Yep. Sort of semi obscure Canadian sitcoms. I think it's pretty big in Canada. Well, big in Canada. So are we. I God, that'd be fucking. That'd be fucking. <laughs> hilarious find out we have a huge canadian following well i'm big in japan like i wonder how this movie did in japan i'm always very curious oh oh i made it <laughs> i made a note about this okay so i said axel's a dick because he's cheating on his already hot girlfriend yes. or his wife with a with a hotter younger girl i think i find her a little bit more attractive than his wife but that's not the part that bugged me i was watching this fucking thing on netflix it's the rated version by the way so we'll get to a lot of annoying stuff about that in a second <laughs> okay but his his mistress whispers in his ear, or, I'm, pregnant. I'm pregnant. And the subtitle was on the, on the screen. And right after she says that, there's no dialogue for like two, three minutes. And I'm pregnant stayed on the screen the entire <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Netflix is taunting me now. 
They're like, you will, you will procreate. <laughs> They're trying to trick me. I just love the way she says that. Like he's supposed to be excited. About no it. shit. And I'm like, how? I'm sorry. Did you forget yeah. that he's married to someone else? And ha- <laughs> how do how do you see this going your way, lady? So if he was the killer, I would have gone after her if I if I was him. Well, I think that was oh, part yeah. that was part of the whole red herring thing. Yeah, where it, like it makes sense for him to be the killer because it totally does. You know what? He probably did kill her. Well, it would especially if you especially if you got if you actually treated that cage scene as fair, then it t- then he's totally the killer except except they missed they missed a beat when they fucking came up with that part so nobody in this movie's good at relationships they all suck so she as in the original yeah oh god what the fuck what were we watching i I was watching something with oh new girl we're watching fucking new girl and i'm just like relationships are not this fucking hard i know it's a sitcom (laughs) i know they have to make it difficult so it can last 23 episodes every season but they're not that hard they are when you're dealing with people who don't function like normal people well i mean like if you're fucking 12 relationships are like they are on new girl i met with my (laughs) ex-girlfriend yesterday (laughs) that is a terrible fucking idea i really miss her no you don't i miss her so bad nope and i uh, will i will i will we're gonna get step on your balls we're gonna get together on thursday night you know what just fuck don't be these people i don't know and i mean just fuck (laughs) like no conversation just Boom, throw her on the bed. We're yes. fucking now. And then when you're With done. With your consent. When you're done. Wait, whose house? The way she made it sound, maybe my house. When you're done, pull out, get dressed, throw her clothes to her. And you're like, hey, <laughs> see you later. Yeah, because I'm that guy. Totally. It's a wonder how I've ever been in a long-term relationship ever. <laughs> But so I was so a lot of chemistry going on in this <laughs> yeah. movie, just so the, like, as in the original. Yeah. So the point that I was trying to get to. So these people all suck at relationships. Uh, when Tom comes home after being gone for 10 years now, because 10 years prior to the, the bulk of the movie, Harry Warden showed up and fucking murdered everybody yep. in the mines on and Valentine's that, and, Day. And it actually was Harry Warden. And it actually was Harry Warden. Yes. Also, Axel was like he he stared right at tom as tom was getting his ass kicked by harry warden he stared right at him when he got the girls in the car and then drove away because <laughs> yeah. he's a winner he's a dick yes he is i made a point not not being unfair calling him a dick no like he's a dick but tom yes tom ended up being the killer but axel is still a dick <laughs> oh, oh boy is he ever a dick <laughs> uh so tom comes home he goes to the store where sarah works and i don't know if he went there to see her, which he probably did, because you don't see if he actually has anything in his hands or like he's wheel snipe, Selly boys, dirty <laughs> fucking dangles boys. So he talks to her for a minute and then he just kind of walks away and then she goes home, pulls out this fucking shoebox or something, <laughs> and it still has all these pictures of him. Ten fucking years. They thought he was dead. Ten years. It takes me five minutes. A, I don't understand. She's got an eight-year-old kid. And she's got an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> and she's still hanging on to photos of ex-boyfriends. That that one ex-boyfriend. She, like, need, she really needs to move on. Like your early 20s. That's the fucking... You're going to be with that person forever. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she's 30 years old now. And she's Ugh. like... Oh man, I'm never gonna get over that that love from immediately Ugh. after high school. Ugh, that that annoyed the fuck out of me, and I'm just like, you know what? Kill her too. Just just do it. <laughs> just do it because she's an idiot. <laughs> like she married this fucking dipshit because he was there. I guarantee. <laughs> like Tom left, Axel was there. 
Yay, I'm lonely. My boyfriend left. So now you're my boyfriend, even though you're fucking my best friend, not like five minutes ago. Yep, pretty much. The best friend gets fucking murdered, speaking, by the way. Speaking of which, the best friend is clearly... Um, a whore? She, she's clearly living life, living life right, cash and happy checks. And well, yeah, high cash. Five, high five in every, every single day. Every trucker that she fucks. <laughs> God, there, there's so much... So many, so much uh, infidelity in this movie it's weird happy valentine's day yeah jesus christ also it's a, a love story a weird looking midget lady with a super cute dog <laughs> and jensen ackles picks up the dog and you think he's gonna eat its face because of the way he's looking at it and he's like i'll trade you i'll trade you the pooch for a room and he really said it like that so i'm like he's probably the killer at that point <laughs> yeah he's definitely giving off the yeah. killer vibes uh at the beginning there so I need to, I need to talk about how annoying I should I should have bought the Blu-ray should have gotten the unrated version because were you annoyed did what, did you watch it on Netflix? No, no. Ooh, did you did you get the unrated version or do you know? I have no idea because I I have a theory I have, I have the sneaking suspicion here that the filmmaker made an made a hard R fucking horror movie with lots of gore yeah. and the studios like cut that shit out because none of it's in there oh, like really? you just see the after effects. Oh no! I mean, no. The uh, the version I watched, as I recall, was uh, was decently gory. It had it had some real it had some good splatter moments. I'm like, guys, the fucking they don't give movies like that X ratings anymore. Can you just have some balls and show shit, please? Well, I think this was (laughs) well, this was kind of when Saw was at the peak of its powers, wasn't it? Yeah, too. Yeah, 2009. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it seems perfectly reasonable. And Saw but... left nothing to the fucking imagination. Oh no. Well, I mean, the first after, one did. after part two. Yeah. yeah, that annoys me. I mean, we had seen Saw. We had seen Hostel. My bloody Val. I mean, the only thing I the only thing I could say is like maybe maybe they were going after the casual horror fan and not the torture porn horror fan. You know, like they they wanted maybe they wanted to not go after that audience. Well, you know what but, I say to them. I don't want them around me. Fuck them. If you're not giggling at trauma movies and, and poultry geist and people pooping out eggs and stuff, I don't want to be your friend. Well, I don't know. I can see I can see a reason the studio would have them dial it back or something, but yeah, like a ratings board, I can't see I can't see any reason why the ratings board would have dialed it back. It's it's pretty even though the ratings board is really fickle and they just kind of make shit up as they go. Extraordinarily so, yeah. Yeah. But you know. PG thirteen is essentially what PG was in the nineties, so Yeah, kinda. So ratings have changed. We need, yeah. yeah. But horror movies have also gotten a lot better. So I'm kind of. <laughs> well, some of them have. <laughs> some, some of them, some of them have. Yeah. I mean, did you see Happy Death Day? Ugh. No, but it's it's now it's 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 got a sequel coming by the way. Happy Death Day to you, numeral yeah. two, letter U. Oh, I got it. <laughs> and I've never seen it, but I I thought the concept was fun because that also came out. That one came out at the same time as was it. It wasn't unfriended. It was the other another fucking one that I can't remember. Well, unfriended was really good. Un- yeah, un- unfriended, but, unfriended was was one of my favorite uh, horror movies of that year. Because I was I was at a movie and I they're both I saw the posters out in the lobby and then they showed both of the trailers and I'm like oh, I I I pointed it out just to myself because I'm by myself I go to movies a lot alone and I'm like okay. That movie looks stupid. It's going to take itself way too seriously. Happy Death Day at least looks like it's going to be stupid and funny. And then sure enough, the trailers pop on. I'm like, yep, okay, yep, that one's way it too was serious. Stu- it was stupid and funny. Yeah, yeah. And then Happy Death Day pops on. I'm like, yep. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous I, concept. I, I, will say, I will say this. It's got genuinely funny moments in it. It's not good as a horror movie at all. It's it's okay as a comedy. And I yeah, I want, I want to watch it. I'll watch it at some point. It's okay. I mean, yeah, it... it, it 
but that's the trouble. It's like it's not good as a comedy. It's just okay. Like I would love to, <laughs> I would love to see a horror comedy done, you know, with like the quality of like a Evil Dead 2 or something like that. Well, Legendary know? Pictures picked up the rights to Toxic Avengers, so we'll see how that goes. Really? Yeah. That I'm could like, that could go either way. Really. I mean, Lloyd yeah. Coffin wants to put his grandkids through college. Could go either way. Because <laughs> he said he would never fucking do that. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking like, oh, somebody's... On, honestly, you know, though, who's surprised at Lloyd Kaufman selling out? It's not like the man is a paragon of integrity. Wow, it fucking took him a long it's time. It's fucking Lloyd Kaufman. Come on. It took him a while, though. Like he, I mean, he tried to sell out a little bit when the in the <laughs> 80s when they when he joined that Japanese, like merged with that Japanese company, yeah. which is why Takas Avenger 2 and 3 both take place in Japan. He's probably too tired to keep making movies like he used to anyway. He's going to keep doing it until he dies. Mm. He's that guy. Yeah, I suppose. He keeps on he always bitches about how he has cancer from standing outside in the sun making his movies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. Take a break. I do need to see Tromeo and Juliet. I keep saying that, but I eventually I'll remind myself when giant, I giant giant penis in. with Groucho Marx eyebrows. Now I seem <laughs> I seem to recall you saying you weren't sure if that was Tromeo and Juliet. I can't remember, but I I might be making it up again. But I, so I really need to watch I'm not, it. I'm not saying I I don't doubt that there is a giant penis with Groucho eyebrows out there. I'm just wondering if it's in Tromeo and Juliet. Well, I know there's a giant penis prom- with eyes. If you promise me that, and then I get there and it's not, <laughs> I don't well, get a giant penis with Groucho eyebrows. I'm going to be disappointed. You might be disappointed. So don't quote me on it. Just watch the movie and then come tell me if I'm right or not. You know, <laughs> spe- speaking of giant penises with Groucho eyebrows, I watched a TED talk about. Gu- recently <laughs> wait no did that just recently come out too i don't know if it just recently came out i swear i saw that pop up and, but yeah, yeah it was it was a ted talk about about guar and the identity of uh richmond virginia which incidentally is where Patton oswald is from <laughs> and he talks about it as just being this like horrible suburban wasteland of just you know like chilies and cul-de-sacs you know <laughs> like, and 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 that's where guar came from which i had no idea that guar came huh. from richmond virginia but watching this little ted talk really made me want to start getting into guar again i was i was i was into guar for a minute in junior high school got when, when yeah. gorgor first came out and i never i never got to see them they were they played warp tour one year which yeah guar on warp tour that makes fucking sense <laughs> they seem kind they they seem like they'd be just buckets of fun to see live oh yeah yeah i they're not a they're not a festival band though like that's not that's not where you want to see them you want to see them in like a dingy basement yeah. club somewhere yeah you want to see them where they can get that giant penis to spray <laughs> weird white stuff all over you the funny thing is they terrified me when i was a kid because they're fucking scary but now that i'm now that i'm an adult i look at that and i'm like oh god that looks like so much fun they're weird looking it looks like they are having so much fun doing that but I believe their singer died not too. Oh, no, they've years gone. Ago. They've gone through dozens of them, haven't they? I don't. I don't even know. I don't there's know. like six iterations of Guar. The guy actually mapped it out in his TED talk. Oh, there's like all these iterations nice. of Guar, and it, it keeps cycling, and it, it like it always becomes this new thing. It's pretty cool. And now that we've talked about that, my bloody Valentine. My bloody Valentine has lots of Guar in it. <laughs> well, lots of it has lots of CGI Guar. Which that is the only thing that irritates me about this movie is the CGI gore. I can't all that. It's it's for 3D. That's that's all it I was. I can't stand. I can't stand CGI gore. 
it looks so bad. And I don't care who's doing it. Saw did it on a couple of movies. It looks like shit no matter who's doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of it in that uh, Drag Me to Hell has a lot of CGI gore, but I kind of... I don't recall Drag Me to Hell having a lot of gore. They have a lot of CGI gross-out yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, CGI gross-outs. Like yes. there's like all this vomit and... Gross. You know, like... But that that's a Sam Raimi thing. Bugs though. and stuff like that. Drag Me to Hell is a great movie, though. <laughs> I liked it until I think, she... I think it's a great movie. She killed the kitty. I don't... I, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I, I don't... <laughs> remember that part i just remember walking away from it like holy shit that was awesome <laughs> i'm gonna make fun of their kid now whose kid uh sarah oh, and the axel eight, the eight-year-old the yeah because he is creepy as fuck <laughs> what's his name again i don't fucking know oh, who cares shitty little creepy kid should have gotten killed by the killer that's that's his name yeah because he so mom and dad are off doing mom and dad things axel's fucking people and I, at this point he's doing police work and mom i think is at the store and harry ward in the house it's tom but harry warden's in the house <laughs> and we get a night a little homage to the first movie where he puts the lady in the dryer and you don't yes. fucking i didn't fucking see it because it was not the unrated version oh yeah i did see it like it you was, see it was good it, it they, yeah. they did a good they did a good job you see it, like the beginning of it pop out and it was very reminiscent of the original cut oh really Bummer. yeah you, you can tell you can tell where like this guy he shot this and then they just cut it oh that is depressing it's super awkward and it's weird then the little kid the little kid obviously sees it so he's hiding behind the couch and he's just staring over there if if we didn't know that the killer was a grown man that kid would be the killer because <laughs> he, he doesn't say a fucking word to the maid either she's like oh i'm just going outside and he's just staring at his you know fucking why cartoons because he didn't get he didn't, he didn't get paid to, he's not paid for a speaking role well in that case fuck they that kid to, they have to give him sag scale if he <laughs> well if he had a speaking role that's true so they're like look just say it with your eyes say it with your eyes and of course kids are the best nuanced actors be creepy <laughs> he had a couple lines just not in that oh did he yeah I don't recall. like mommy mo-. he said something to his mom and i'm like this kid's fucking terrible he's he's a shitty actor and he's fucking creepy like he's gonna murder somebody i'm i, I i'm genuinely disappointed he didn't get offed <laughs> I know they don't kill kids in horror movies. They're starting to now, which is nice. I think I think the first one, the first one that I recall kicking that off was Feast. Oh, oh, yeah, the kid with all with all the stuff that it says like, oh, this yeah. one's gonna live a long, like, happy life. They clear, they're clearly <laughs> not gonna kill the kid. <laughs> and like, yet, he was like one of the first to go to. Have you seen Feast two? No, but I own all three of them. I, I okay. haven't I haven't sat down to watch to watch Feast two yet because I want to watch Feast one before I watch Feast two to kind of reorient myself and. And the problem is I only have Feast 1 on HD DVD and oh, I don't fuck. have my HD DVD player set up. It's in storage. Well, I still have, I have Feast and Feast 2. I never saw 3. I never got it, but we'll have to do that because there's a scene in Feast 2. I was laughing and we, I watched it with my friend and his now ex-wife because, you know, I'm magic and I tell people, hey, you shouldn't get married and guess what? They end up divorced because that's what happens. Happy Valentine's Day. Love, but, love, <laughs> fucking love. We're watching this bum, movie, bum, bum. and I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna spoil it for you. It's pretty funny. You're gonna spoil Feast Two for me? No, not you the whole son of a not bitch. the whole thing. It has to do with the baby and the baby getting thrown in the air <laughs> in very slow motion, and all of us just going like, "What the fuck?" and giggling, and his wife going like, "That's not funny." I'm like, "Oh my the god, fuck, it's not." <laughs> okay, okay. Speaking of speaking of dead baby humor, have you seen Jesus? This is so this is so dark. But yes, I have seen Jesus. No, not Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Um, this is so dark my son my son sent me this video it's of one of the dads of like the parkland shooters or something like parkland shootings who lost his son and he's 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 gone
gone up and he's doing a comedy response to Louis C.K.'s jokes about the Parkland shooting. Oh. And he, he's like, he's like, people think dead baby jokes are funny. You know, I have a dead baby. He was going to turn 18. His name's so-and-so-and-so, and that's not a joke. And he did this on, this is a real thing. He's like, he, I don't know if he toured with it or what, oh. but like, this is a real performance. He did this in front of a live audience. And I watched that video and I laughed my fucking ass <laughs> off because I'm a terrible person. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> It was the most hilariously awful thing I've ever seen. Is he like just trying to cope or is he a sociopath? No, I think he's, I think he's, um, like it's his version of activism, you know, like I understand what he's doing. Like he's trying to say that this isn't funny and we can't joke about this stuff, but I'm of this, you know, like philosophically I'm completely on the other end of the spectrum and I, I just have no respect for anybody who, who who thinks comedy should be censored. And so I'm watching this just laughing my ass off because like I said, I'm a terrible person. Everything, I took, and I fully recognize yeah. that I yeah. am. Everything's funny to somebody. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to comedy, I am an asshole. Just comedy? Fuck you. <laughs> see? See, everybody? <laughs> Do you see the way he treats me? So I also put in my notes. So at, you can go ahead and cut that. You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> After uh, this motherfucker, uh, his name is Kerr Smith. Anyways, hot girl, cute, cute girl he's cheating with. I don't remember what her name is. Oh, okay. The, uh, yeah, the like 19 year old chick. Yeah. After, after she bites it, I, I put in, I put in my notes, Hey, side bitch is dead. They can be happy now. <laughs> Cause you're also a terrible person. <laughs> I like that. She's like, I'm not blind. You motherfucker. I, I saw it. I, I get it. Like, yeah. Okay. You're staying together for the kid, aren't you? Nope. You know what you do? You fucking bury that kid. Cause he's going to murder you. <laughs> What what they got to do is ten is, is the, it this is the ten year anniversary of my bloody Valentine the remake they need to come out with a movie where that kid is the killer no shit doesn't even have to like he's he's obviously going to be traumatized seeing his fucking his nanny fucking torched in a goddamn dryer and they don't they don't even have to change the title they can just call it my bloody Valentine call it a reboot but it's actually a sequel that's what they're doing now no yeah. they'll call it the my bloody Valentine how about a very bloody Valentine no 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 they'll they'll t- they'll just call it bloody Valentine. Valentine. There you go. That's it. That's the one we were looking for. There it is. So, uh, Lionsgate, we're uh, we're waiting on that one. Yeah, no shit. You guys are still putting out movies, right? I haven't seen your fucking logos in front of anything for a while. Oh, maybe they maybe they maybe they merged with Legendary or something. I don't know. Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Blumhouse has got Blumhouse. There you go. Blumhouse. You guys do it because they're the ones who were making all the fucking good movies now. Yeah, they, they actually and some shitty movies, but they're I mean, yeah, mo- it, pretty mostly good movies. It, yeah, I mean it's it's a mix it's a mixed bag, but they're doing better than most. Yeah, they they have get out and i think uh it follows yeah are they doing the new jordan peele movie which i am yes did you see the trailer for that fucking thing i cover my eyes every time it comes on it is fucking scary right i don't need i don't need no i haven't i cover my eyes because i don't want it spoiled i want to go i already know i'm seeing this movie me too comes out i don't yeah you're right out was one of the best movies of the year and yeah i am so excited to see another jordan peele movie well the trailer trailer came out and i i forgot to watch it at work so i'm like oh Oh, cool. Um, I'm going to watch it when I get home. And then I just kept forgetting all fucking night. And me and Rachel were done. We were, we watched our show. It was like, okay, cool. It's time for bed. Oh, wait, there's a trailer that came out. I want to watch it real quick. I f- <laughs> it's just a trailer. It'll be fine. It's for a scary movie. I pop that fucker on. And by the end of it, I'm like, um, I'm sorry. That was because <laughs> the trailer's fucking too, scary. That was too fucking scary for you, sweetie. Me too. It freaked me out. The trailer was fucking scary. <laughs> nice. I don't, I, I have no idea what the fucking movie's about really. Like I kind of get it. Awesome. But it's a trailer that doesn't ruin anything. 
thing. I can tell you that. Nice. So if you if, if you get the urge, man, but fuck, I'm there. That might be the next movie that I go see, actually. Well, I, I want to see Glass still. And oh, you still haven't hit that? I haven't. I can't afford a movie right now. I, I used to I used to always go on Costco tickets because Costco's oh, got yeah. that good deal on them. And now, even at the premium theaters, you know, with the with the recliner seats, they don't they don't upsell you on it where you gotta pay an extra three dollars like it. you used to. Now you buy the Costco tickets, you actually can just go into the movie with those. Oh good. But now they're more expensive. I canceled my right. Costco membership. Oh God. Yeah. Oh motherfucking fucking fucking Okay, I'm done. Get that all out, did you? <laughs> he kicked my foot again. It's okay. It's okay. I just I did I wore my blood sport shirt to wrestling, so <laughs> nice. Nobody bled though. It kind of made me sad. Aww. Nobody got hit with any weapons or anything. Damn shame. Yeah, they don't get too. They don't get too violent on live shows. Makes me sad. Where the fuck were we at? Side bitch is dead. <laughs> Side bitch is dead. There you Hallelujah. go. Hallelujah. And I was proposing. I was proposing the uh, sequel slash reboot. Yes. Bloody Valentine. Ooh. So which I, you, which you titled respect, you know, credit where credits due. So watching this on Netflix, you know, it, it lists like the genres that this thing belongs in. So it's horror. And there was another one. Romantic favorites. Really? <laughs> wow. Some, I, I would yeah. hate to see the relationship for which this is a romantic favorite. That reminds me of like the last Valentine's Day my ex-wife and I spent together I, for Valentine's Day. You watch like, Sid and Nancy like normal people. No. We went, we decided, let's go to the movies. You know what looks really good? The Grey, starring Liam Neeson. <laughs> the bleakest, darkest fucking movie I've ever seen. And it was foreshadowing something, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, because later that year we were divorced. Did you break glass bottles on your on your knuckles and try to kill her with them? No, it never, it never came to that, fortunately. Did she turn into a wolf? She did not. Yet. I have no funny response to that. She is, where is she from again? Romania. Vampire. Never mind. She's, she's, she's waiting to turn into a bat. Actually, you know, according to the according to the old legends, they do turn into wolves. Oh, that's but true. But you know what? She was just born in she she was just born and raised in Romania. Her lineage is actually from Hungary. So did she eat a lot? No, she's a vegetarian. So that's she why eats she, a, she eats a lot of pastries. That's, that's why she's she hungry. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, dad jokes. Okay, I got we can em. go ahead and cut the whole last five minutes of this podcast. No, fuck that! My my genius goddamn joke just now. <laughs> I also I had a really good joke when I was in Montana for my grandma's funeral. It's a really bad joke, but it made me laugh so fucking hard. I was watching a nostalgia critic video and it was on there. So uh, why did the chicken cross the road to get to some asshole's house? Knock knock. Who's there? The chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, and I laughed, and then I tried to tell Rachel the same joke when I got home, and I couldn't tell her because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Because my life is pointless. And then and you're like, no, no, you'll understand once you hear the joke. And then when she finally does, you built it up so much, it's not even close to funny. And then, and then something similar to it popped up, like the exact same joke popped up on her fucking Facebook. And she read it to me and she's oh, like, isn't that, isn't that funny? And I'm like, I fucking told you that joke. And she's like, oh, I didn't get it the way you told it to me. <laughs> Which I kind of understand because I was totally stupid about it. Yeah, I was laughing so hard. You're, you're also probably telling it during her favorite show or some shit like that. I was telling it during dinner when we were all sitting at the table together. And was she like dealing with one of the children? No, she just doesn't actually pay attention to anything a, that I say. Having, having a moment. No, they were eating. We were all quiet. Everything was fine. And I'm like, I got a joke for you. And then after that, the girls were like, knock, 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 knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Banana. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just have this image of you guys sitting you guys sitting at dinner together and you're like, I got a joke for you and just just the this this physical glaze just covers her eyes and she's just like, Oh fuck. Nope, like, that's pretty much every time I open my die, mouth. She just dies inside a little bit. Just just knowing that a joke that that one that, <laughs> well, that a joke is coming. Every once in a while I make her laugh, but usually <laughs> I don't. One of the kids makes us laugh, but then she looks at me like you're fucking stupid. Shut up. I'm like, like no fuck you you shut up happy really, fucking valentine's day well, you're really fitting into the dad role really well then yeah because i i make the worst jokes possible like uh <laughs> like that one that i made up about my my janitor dad i told you that you know broom 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 that was fucking gold shut up fucking gold my dad's not that funny hey, I'll, t- I'll i'll give you i'll give you a joke i made up by which well i i i guess you'd this would this would be classified as a humorous riddle Ooh. what's big and brown and covered in bark my poop. Beaver shit. <laughs> there you go. I made I, that up for my six-year-old. <laughs> I came up with another one. Uh, what's a what's a frog's favorite animal? Rabbit. <laughs> oh my god. Why are we laughing at these? The, none of these are funny. That's why we're laughing. Because I amuse myself. I don't fucking care. My bloody Valentine is not funny at all really oh i thought i thought they did a decent job mixing some humor in there there's a couple bits and now like i've forgotten everything about the movie just like now like right now i'll tell you why my preferred version is the remake yes because tom atkins fucking sweet ass tom atkins from from halloween three season of the witch and the fog and night of the creeps oh okay that's yeah i'm like who the fuck are you talking about thrills me (laughs) Ooh, that is it that is a deep cut from Night of the Creeps for for Night of the Creeps fans. Oh, I was thinking he gave you a boner. No, his his tagline in Night of the Creeps is "Thrill me." Ooh, I've never seen Night of the Creeps. Oh, so. you are you are missing out. I'm gonna I'm gonna Night watch of the Creeps. Shout Factory. Yes, Shout Factory. Like I'm yelling at them right no, now. No, they have. They, I they, know they've done it. I know they have. It's I'm just, out there. You I'm just, just gotta go get it. Thinking if I say their name enough, they'll fucking notice us and be like, <laughs> "Okay, us, here's some money. Send us some send us some free Blu-rays. Here's some free Blu-rays. I'd rather have free Blu-rays. So than would money. I, honestly." Shout Factory, you want to send us some free Blu-rays, we will totally shout you out. You guys have a fucking Power Rangers box set that I got my eye on, and it's very expensive. Mm, nice. Speaking of shout-out, I was at this corporate event for my work the other day, and oh my god, they completely ruined the phrase shout-out. Like, the whole time, they, they were just having all these people give, uh, you know, just say, come up and say, you know, give, you know, they what do they call it, like kudos and yeah. shout-outs, and everybody was just like yeah I, i'd like to give a shout out to Rhonda in a sessioning she, she she's always been there for me and she she consoled me when my mother died and she does amazing work oh uh, yeah I'd, I'd just like to give a shout out to the training crew i'd like to give a shout out i'd like to give it these are all middle middle class middle-aged white folks giving shout outs <laughs> like like they're chuck d in 1989 it's fucking ridiculous and at the end of at the end of it i was just I was just like, I was just looking at my friend who was sitting to my left. I was like, I can never say the phrase shout out again after this. It's, it's, it's been ruined for me. These people have ruined it. I can't not laugh at this like white bread culture that you are surrounded with. And I try really hard to avoid at my work, but it's it's still fucking fighting me. It's so white. It is so white. I mean, granted it's Spokane. So Spokane itself is so white. Hey, there's a, there's a black guy in my bloody Valentine, which one he plays a mormon in house
Yes. In the new one. Yeah, in the new one. In the remake. It's, yeah, it's, I, don't it's, think it's, there's any, I don't think there's any black people. There's black no black people. people there, in the original. Black people didn't even exist in the 80s. What are you talking in about? In Canada? Come yeah. on. They don't have black people, do they? What's a black people? <laughs> oh, you mean those You mean those white guys who paint their faces black? Oh, I get it. I get it. What's that, a boot? That's not a boot. That's a shoe. <laughs> okay. See? See what I did there? You don't get it, do you? Fuck. All right. No, I, I got it. I feel like I feel like I feel like your dad jokes have crushed my ability to continue <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> All right. So the the end of the movie shit goes down. Everybody dies. Not everybody. And Jensen Ackles is revealed as the killer the whole time. He is totally the killer after many, many swerves. Like, oh, he's the killer and he's been in a mental institution for seven years. Rightfully so, because at the beginning of the movie he when they they shot Harry Warden and Harry Warden's blood splashed all over his face. Speaking of Which was which was if you remember the original the clue because that's the moment when axel in the original becomes the goes over the edge right and ultimately becomes the killer is when the killer is when harry warden kills his dad and his blood splashes across his face yes so if i had seen the original that would have been the clue that clued me in that uh tom tom was the killer good call all right and okay so one thing that bugged me about it so does he just have like a norman bates style multiple personality or is harry warden a real entity that's actually possessing him because he has that harry's here i'm here yeah i'm harry and his voice gets all low and stuff and then i think it's norman bates ish i i don't think i don't think harry is an actual ghost i want it to be supernatural but i know it's not i i mean (laughs) it's a movie so it can be if you want it to be we do we're just making shit up now it doesn't matter that's the thing that's the best thing and i've said it before on this podcast and i'll say it again i'll say it till the day i die the filmmaker's intentions don't matter once the movies in the can that's true you are once it hits the theater their intentions do not matter only your interpretation matters yes so if you want if you want harry warden to be real he's real and if i want harry warden to not be real he's not real and it's okay those two mutually exclusive realities can coexist because they exist in our minds anyway which is where my bloody valentine the real bloody valentine was inside you the whole time (laughs) there's lots of there's lots of hearts getting ripped out of bodies in the I like yeah. it. There, I did it again, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to avoid it. I wasn't even going to say anything this time. Yeah, I did it again. God kicked, damn it. I kicked this foot again. So Maybe let's... someone shouldn't sit like they're in a fucking recliner. It's not my fault I have a comfy chair. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here on this backbreaker over here. Okay, he's rubbing his nipples, folks. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's let's get into our final thoughts. More, more or less, uh, which one of these do we prefer overall? Well, I've said my piece. Yeah, you on said the, I said my piece on the subject. Anything with Tom Atkins wins over anything without Tom Atkins. End of story. But having said that, I do think the original is has its moments. I was literally going to say the exact same thing. It totally has its moments, but I do prefer the remake. Also, it's more it's 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 more fun. Yeah. And there's a cute doggy in it that doesn't die. It's a horror movie with a dog in it, and the dog doesn't die. And uh, uh, her her friend who's uh, living life in cash and happy checks uh, runs around naked for about 15 minutes right at the right at the top. Yeah. So that was nice. They'll show I mean, full she's... frontal, but they won't show a guy getting a fucking pickaxe through the brain. I, that, that's fair. I mean, if you're going <laughs> to censor something, I'm not pro-censorship, but if you're going to censor something, at least they got their priorities right. I was going to say, point. I'm way more concerned about violence and boobs yeah and vaginas so yeah so it's a good valentine's day because will you be my bloody valentine with a maniacal laugh I, <laughs> there you go just because of that yes we're gonna go fuck each other now wait oh sorry sorry <laughs> 
we're going to go make love now. <laughs> that sounds so much worse. And it's going to sound kind of <laughs> like that. They have okay. they have red lube just for the occasion. Ew. <laughs> so it looks like your so butt's bleeding. Yuck. Gross. <laughs> fuck. All right. Who the fuck would invent red lube? Uh, I would. I don't want to imagine I'm murdering someone with my <laughs> dick. You don't? No. Fuck. Well, if I if I wanted that, I'd just fucking hell on her. Period. Red wings. Red Bull gives you wings. Red Bull, give us some money. I'm talking about you right now. Yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind of cross promotion <laughs> they want. Their drink tastes like fucking ball sweat. So their drink, yeah, their drink tastes worse than period blood. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So, anyways, uh oh, now Red Bull's not going to give us that cross promotion money. Well, fuck Red Bull and their ball sweat drink. <laughs> Unless they want to give us money. Unless they want to give us money for their ball sweat drink. If they do, you should drink Red Bull. I will not ever drink Red Bull. <laughs> no, no, not us. Them. Oh, yeah, them. Everybody. The hey, list, you listeners. guys, Red Bull's great. Drink it twice. If, if they give us money. If they give us money. If they don't, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck somebody with a Red Bull can. I've seen that online. Well, there's very few things that you can't find online. Ninja Turtles porn. Let's do it. <laughs> You know, there's a lot. There's a lot more April O'Neil, Casey Jones porn than there is Ninja Turtles. Porn. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, there's. I, I I feel like they were like, well, look, technically this is Ninja Turtles, and the costumes are easier to do, so let's do that. There are actual Ninja Turtles porn parodies. Oh, though. I don't doubt it for one second. There's at least three of them, and I'm trying. I want. I would collect them. I want them. <laughs> one of them is in Spanish. I only want them if they're on Laserdisc. Yeah, of course. Of course, you would VHS Beta. Ooh. <laughs> you know how hard it is to find a working Betamax player. All right, everybody. I think I think we've got <laughs> we've, we've rambled long enough. Yeah, we're good. So again, it's fucking Valentine's Day. Go go make out with people. Go do weird things. Do it in the butt <laughs> with the red lube. Ah, <laughs> that doesn't actually exist. It probably does. Actually, who knows? Anyways, wouldn't be hard to make. No. So we're gonna leave you with some social media information that I might spit out properly this time. Woo! So if you want to follow us anywhere, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, go ahead and follow us at The Shark Pod. And if you want to donate money, which a couple people have, bum What? Uh, Wh- what? Yeah. But if you at home listening want to, you know, help, con- you know, contribute a little bit, you can go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood. Give us money. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And stay jawsome.